Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a special edition of the Make or Break Fantasy Podcast. We are in New, or in New Orleans this week. Um, joining us will be Sam, Anthony. Uh, we have Pat, who is a previous member of our league. Greg, who it is his bachelor party, um, the big big man on campus this week. Yeah, yeah. We have David, another league member who uh, you may or may have not heard of in some of our episodes, and Lee. So we are here in New Orleans. Um, you know how are you guys doing today? Recovering. Great. Recovering. Terribly. Back in the Oh, you're recovering. I'm, I'm drunk already. So. Never better. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Awesome. Well, we are here to um, bring you guys a special edition, you know, talk a little bit about some of the playoffs matchups, um, pl- some players that, you know, we're playoffs. interested in. Yeah, playoffs. What? Um, Play win game. <laughs> so, you know, just kind of give you guys some more information, but, you know, have a little uh, more informal type episode here. So, first and foremost, we have a couple big matchups this weekend. Holy. Big matchups. You're going down. Huge. All right. First... First one we'll uh, go over a little is Greg and Lee. Greg uh, Greg's playing. Uh, Greg's not playing Lee. I'm playing. I'm playing oh. somebody. I know that. Oh Matt. Oh, you're playing Matt. Matt. He's not here. All right. So it's Anthony and Lee. Lee, you're going down. It's no. over. I already got Sanu in the bag. Twenty <laughs> points. It's it's it's, it's over. You're gonna lose by sixty points this week. Will Lutz for three. Will Lutz for three. <laughs> this is really great smack talk, guys. Keep Anthony C. My team will be going to score over 100 points. I'm going to score 180 points, and you're going to lose by at least 60. I'll score 181. <laughs> 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 Way too. Yeah, good. Yeah, nice. <laughs> good, good you heard it here first, folks. 181, <laughs> 181 on the dot. 0.00. Other than that, you know, Sam and I play each other this week. He has been trying to do some type of voodoo to get an advantage, but, you know... I saw, the, I saw the voodoo doll. So, sorry. That's why we're in New Orleans, and your your host here is going to get his ass whooped this week. <laughs> After Sam talks to his voodoo priestess. Yeah. He gets the lowdown. Destruction. He's going to be distraught. He's not going to be able to produce another podcast, so drink this one in, folks. <laughs> yes. So we'll be wrapping up this podcast is, after this. This is the New Orleans. goes down smooth. <laughs> awesome. Well, so one of the things I do want to go over is just some of the players to look out for um, in your leagues or you know, maybe even on the waiver wire if possible. Um, one of the players that I think is pretty interesting this week is Keenan Allen. What do you guys think about him? Money matchup, play them, start them, you will win your week. Yeah, I oh, think thank the, you. <laughs> I, I think the Chargers are a playoff team. Uh, I really do. I think they're going to get into that AFC wild card, and I think they're actually going to make some noise here in the AFC. I think the AFC is really weak, to be honest. I think the NFC is a lot stronger, and um, yeah, I, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't be surprised. 150, 200 yards out of Keenan Allen. And the Chiefs just keep falling. <laughs> I mean, they're rolling with Keenan Allen the last three weeks. They've won. They've targeted Keenan Allen like 15-plus times every week. But they're, they're not going to go away from what's working. You never know when the lacerated kidneys are on the corner, though. So <laughs> You always got to be careful with Keenan Allen. <laughs> yeah, watch out for those organ tapes. <laughs> so if you were playing against Keenan Allen for, in a league, for example, and you owned, let's just say, Philip Rivers. Start him. Would, would you bench him? It's a coward's choice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if your choice is between Philip Rivers and Andy Dalton, let's say, 
You um, start Philip <laughs> Rivers. Rivers. It's the only way of playing defense against Keenan Allen's juicy matchup. Wait, guys, is this a shot at the New York Giants for benching Eli Manning? Or <laughs> I, I just, I'm not sure. I'm trying to, I'm trying to gauge. I mean, Eli McAdoo. Fire McAdoo. Save him. All right. Free McAdoo. Free. Free Gordon Bombay haircut. Uh, yeah, that's... yeah. I'm going to go hot take right here. Um, Phillip Rivers is going to be one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game that hasn't won a Super Bowl behind Dan Marino. Oh, a couple other no. ones. Yeah, oh, Dan no, Fowles, no, no, no. he never won one either no, the Chargers. No. Uh, Nate's one of the quarterbacks who never won a, Great. a, a yeah, Super Bowl. I'd put him right up there with RG3. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Tankerton. There we go. We wow. know, Dan. We know. Wow. Frank Hot Tarkin. take. <laughs> Fran Tar- Frank Tankerton. Fran Tarkin. <laughs> Ray Finkel, Snowflake, it's all the same. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did mention a few names that I like this week. I, I do like Philip Rivers a lot. Really good matchup. Um, Andy Dalton's another one you might find on your waiver wire. Really good matchup as well. Outside of that... Um, I do like Derek Carr against the Reeling Chiefs. I think he's a really good matchup this week. It really doesn't begin to describe the Chiefs. Listen, if you're looking for a waiver wire pickup in the playoffs, you shouldn't be in the playoffs. The playoffs? I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, but if your roster's not at least somewhat set by now, I mean, what, what are you going to pick are someone up? Are you taking up? a shot with Deshaun Watson over? Yes, I am. <laughs> if, if you're going to pick someone up here in week 13 to perform for you in the playoffs, thank you, Josh McCown. You're, you're probably not going to win a championship, and that's, that's where I come from. Oh, <laughs> oh. Shots fired. Shots fired. Juju Smith-Schuster just stood over me. And you got the forearm from Gronk. And I got the forearm shiver to the neck from Gronk. Sucks to suck. Sucks. This sucks. On another fun note, what do you guys feel about Alvin Kamara next week? (laughs) (laughs) Let's start with David. Let me start on this one. So a lot of people think Alvin Kamara carries their team. Oh, like, oh, I picked him up, up off the waiver wire, and he carried my team this year. No, I have a great team, okay? <laughs> I have a great team. I took first in the league for a reason, okay? Yeah, that's true. But Alvin Kamara that basically... The reason is Alvin Kamara. But, no, no, no. <laughs> the reason is actually the Eagles offense scoring three yeah, points a game true. for me. Fly, Eagles, fly. Uh, but, so when Alvin Kamara died on Thursday, and he also took my team's season to the grave with him uh, that was yeah that was tough and you know if, if he can come back you know obviously you know health is first if he's healthy that's great you know, well, we do you know I care about his family I care about him it's not about my the money I win from this league or the championship <laughs> or the pride or anything or the it's glory. about the health of the player the trophy so you know Alvin Kamara going out this week uh, you know Jake it's not going to stop me but you know <laughs> next week you better be Shout out. he'll um, he'll probably score 35 points next week if I'm you know it's just expert decision so. <laughs> yeah interesting um, take I mean I think to me, it just seems like New Orleans' offense, like it, it's like Sean Payton doesn't know what to do after they have one little hiccup in the game plan. Like this week, you can clearly tell it's going to be a huge Kamara week or Kamara, however you want to say it. Right. Um, tomato, tomato. Yeah. Pretty both ways. Yeah, him and his mom say it differently. <laughs> so yeah, it's just one of those things where like they completely fell apart after that. I don't think they're going to come in with a, a a game plan for one player again. I think they'll you know learn from that, especially with huge games coming down the down the stretch here, but overall I think yeah, he's he's going to be a solid start every week when he's healthy. 
Um, and interesting, you brought up the Eagles. What do you think about potential regression from, like, Carson Wentz? I mean, he's thrown for, like, 160 yards and four touchdowns a lot of weeks. I don't know if he'll regress, but without his main target, Zach Ertz, and David, I know you'll argue with me on that, that Elshon is just as dominant. But it could lead to a little bit more of a struggle for him. I don't know if the yards are going to be there relying on guys like Nelson Aguilar. Right, so I squeaked by last week against Jake with a win. Um, Wentz didn't play terrible, but he threw a lot more to Aguilar than he did... Wave wire pickup by Gruden's Grinders. Yeah, yeah, I mean, good for you. I tried, Um, yeah. The the thing that worries me is, like, if... if, uh, So I start, it's no no secret, I start Wentz, um, uh, Jeffrey, and Ertz, and they've been a three-headed monster... Yeah, Doug but, Peterson said it was better offense than the 96 back. Well, it's pretty close. Um, <laughs> it's, it's pretty close. But, see, when you take Ertz out of the mix, that, that's targets that go to these random guys like Aguilar and whoever the hell else plays. Corey Clement. Yeah, I don't really know. Clement. I don't really pay Six attention to that closely. But it does worry me because, well, I know Wentz is going to drop back and throw the ball quite a bit. I just don't know who he's going to throw to. And I actually had a week against Anthony where I'm pretty sure Jeffrey caught two touchdowns yeah. and Ertz caught two touchdowns yeah. and just absolutely wrecked him. But I just like I don't see that from the Eagles. I see Wentz throwing the ball a lot and getting me a lot of points, but it's the receivers that I'm not quite sure about. The only thing you gotta forward. like th- take into consideration yeah. too is like when Ertz is not there, then that allows more safeties to be able to be rolled to Jeffries. Right. Or Jeffrey, I don't I can't remember. Yeah. Elshon. I'll, I'll go with Elshon. Well, as a Bears fan, you should know. I'm not a Bears fan, though. <coughs> no. Green and gold all day. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I knew that. I knew that. I knew that. Um, but, yeah, when when you can roll safeties over to Elshon, he's, he's, because he's not the most explosive player, It he sometimes has time, you know, hard time getting open. Right. And Brent Selleck isn't turn any heads. No. I mean, like, yeah. you're, you're not... Trey Burton, too. Yeah, I mean, not anymore, right? I, I, uh, pretty much any linebacker could cover Brent Selleck at this point, so... Line men. <laughs> yeah. Your TN could probably cover Brent Selleck. That, what do the linebackers do again? What, are the, what is their job? To tackle people. To tackle people. <laughs> Very good. Thanks. Yeah, yeah so those are... Knees. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, it's all right. A, a few of the match... I mean, those are a few interesting ones for this week. Um... I think one of the interesting matchups, I mean, it doesn't really seem like it from an NFL standpoint, but Buffalo against Indianapolis, I think, is interesting because, you know, you don't really know what the quarterback situation is going to be, and you'd assume McCoy's going to get a heavy workload, but Indy has actually played a lot better recently. How do you guys feel about, you know, Bills coming into uh, Indianapolis? Brissett's the real deal, man. Kid can play quarterback, and T.Y. Hilton has gotten his numbers all year long, even without Andrew Luck. I I think. What drugs are you on? As a well, okay, as a non-Ty Hilton owner, I, I casually follow the AFC South, living in Houston. He's, he's put up numbers in, in terms of what I've seen at box scores. I I haven't tried to trade for a Ty Hilton. I haven't played against Ty on a big week, but he is still able to to show up on occasion. And I think Brissett does an all right job, and certainly. Three and nine record indicates that. Yeah. <laughs> that offense is their so, defense is no help. Oh, I right. agree. And that offense is so tough to tell. Like, is Frank Gore going to get a good workload, or is Marlon Mack going to get a good workload? You just don't know who's going to get the ball. Now, I always love playing whoever's playing against Indies 
offense. I like playing the Bills D. I like playing the Texans defense against them. I know the Texans haven't been the same without J.J. Watt. But, I mean, that's kind of who I see. I mean, I just – the Colts are a non-factor without Andrew Luck. Next to Aaron Rodgers being the clear-cut MVP, if he's not – if he's not injured, it's Andrew Luck because that could be a nine and seven, ten and sixteen with Andrew. Well, Luck. without the spider two eyes and well, that offense, yeah. <laughs> you know, no one else runs quite just like Andrew Luck. You can run spider three, spider X. You can hit the fullback out of the flat. You can hit Zach Ertz like he did at Stanford with <laughs> David Shaw as his head coach. Shout out John Gruden. And actually, I don't know if you guys knew, but we had John Gruden here in the studio. <laughs> you know, I love New Orleans. Great city. Great food. Great people. I love jazz. Look, good times. <laughs> uh, tell you what, I had a muffaletta sandwich. That's pretty good stuff, man. I like that. Come back to New Orleans for one of those. My God. Worth the wait. John, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by, John. He'll be here all weekend. <laughs> if I could take a quarterback right now in the NFL, start a franchise, I'd take Andrew Luck. Still would. <laughs> he had a great quarterback camp with me, man. I like it. Smart guy. From the, I guess from the Bills side of things, you, what do you see McCoy doing this week? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. The offense is in shambles. Their whole management team <laughs> has no idea what they're doing. They, they, they get right on the cusp of playoff consideration and they say nope we don't want that we actually don't know what it's like to be in the playoffs since 1999 and we'll just go back to try to pick at our middling first round pick 15-16 they're like the Milwaukee Bucks of the NFL <laughs> 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 we're waiting for it <laughs> the Bucks reference <laughs> for anybody who follows the association there may Bucks not be a six. more true comparison of franchises of constantly trying to go for the playoffs, but not really sure what their long-term goals are, tripping over the obvious decisions in front of them, and the whole Nathan Peterman experiment two weeks ago is just a testament to the fact that the inmates are running the asylum. How do you feel about it, cursing your running back? I would have probably fired Sean McDermott on the spot after starting Nathan Peterman. That's just me. I'm, like, I'm, I'm kind of crazy. It's like but, Bill O'Brien starting like, Tom Savage oh, hey. with Sean Watson, thinking that was a legitimately good move for his football team. Hey, year. we're going to go with Nathan Peterman. <coughs> so, yeah, he beat Clemson last year, but you know what? He's ready for the NFL. And then goes out and throws five picks. I think the best depiction of that was the SNL skit. I don't know if you guys saw the SNL skit the next not. week. Oh, great know. skit. Go go watch the SNL skit about I don't starting Nathan Peterman. I don't any other Peterman. network other than Make or Break fans. It was pretty funny. Um, I would probably would have fired Sean McDermott that next day for making such a boneheaded move. Five, five interceptions, seventeen attempts. Nine like that. Not yeah. Nine. Five out of nine. That's a good completion good. percentage. Good. To the, the other, other team, team yes. <laughs> 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 he got the jersey colors wrong that day. Oh uh, yeah. Common mistake. I'm still waiting for Sam to react to Greg uh, cursing his his running back. Well, he already said I was going to win. Well, he's got Keenan, Keenan Allen, Allen on his oh, win their week. So he's got the Keenan Allen yeah, well, Keenan Allen's going to score 35 points. Well, so. why, why does, what's your justification that LaShawn McCoy is going to have a bad week against the Colts in a must-win game? The fact that the Bills, I will go back to the fact they have always found a way to get in their own way of reaching their goals. They don't even know what their goals are. Shady wants to be great. He's in a horrible situation without a quarterback play. You stack nine in the box, put ten, I don't 
Put everybody in blitz the safeties. <laughs> Tyrod's not playing. Peterman's horrible. Engage eight. <laughs> <laughs> little Madden shout out. Engage eight. Send everybody. It's it's good night in Buffalo. Hmm. And the Buffalo Mafia will win again, breaking tables and good luck. Is Buffalo them. at home? I, I forgot to ask. That. I should uh, tables, yeah, right? So if Buffalo's at home, a lot of tables are going to be broken. But I, I actually think McCoy's going off for like. 17, 19. The points. only Bills running back who would have a snow cube catches or a snowball's chance in hell this week would be OJ Simpson. <laughs> hot take. Hot, the hottest of hot takes. He is available. He's on the waiver wire. <laughs> he's a free man. He's available in most leagues. <laughs> I think he's still in jail, but nope. Nope. No, he's out. Recently, free man. Free man. He might be back. I I personally think it's not more that the Bills don't have the ability to win. I think it's that the management doesn't want them to win. They don't even know if they want to win. They're not sure if they want to lose either. Yeah, they don't know if they want to At the beginning of the year, they what? They traded away their I will say this, though. Players. For anyone who ever wants to take in an NFL game before the NFL is defunct in five years because of this extension for... I'd say 15. 15 years. Four dollars to take in an NFL game for the Bills Colts matchup this weekend at New Era Stadium in Buffalo, New York. That says all you need to know about this matchup. It's going to be horrible. Four dollars? They're four dollar tickets. That's like four four dollars. That's, like, that's like going to that's a like baseball a game. Pelicans Kings yeah. game at the Smoothie King Center in New Orleans. <laughs> that's on, on Friday the eighth. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> I got Colts. It's true. You should, you should not. 13-6. Working in the ticket industry, you should not be able to get into a professional 39-35 bills. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> You're biased. 17-0 <laughs> bills. Out of the Packers-Browns game. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. No, yeah, that was one of the ones I was actually going to bring Brown up. Paul Stadium in Cleveland. Also a cheap, cheap way if you ever want to see the Packers play in person. <laughs> I know several Packer fans that are making... The it's, Mecca it's over to Cleveland is worth it. Because they're saving money than what they would have oh. spent in Green Bay. <laughs> Shit, I went to Pittsburgh and spent less money. Nevertheless, Browns in a nail blighter, 23 21. Wow. Wow. Cleveland traitor. breaks the Schneid. Yeah, traitor. They get off, they get off the, the winless streak. Please leave the room. <laughs> I just don't see Your that. Your bachelor party's over. <laughs> yeah, go home. No, we're going to continue, but you're out. The Packers <laughs> secondary has. No prayer. I understand Deshaun Kaiser's not Tom Brady, but Kevin King is out there riddled with injury. They don't get a pass rush ever unless Mike Daniels takes on five guys by himself and finds a way. I don't like their running game in this matchup. Cleveland's got a stat run defense, and that's what won them the week last week in uh, Green Bay against Tampa Bay. Tell me, you know, Mike McCarthy might have the highest seat in the NFL right now. Um, based off, so. so, so from a fantasy fantasy perspective, Greg, who makes plays for Cleveland? Like, who is the? Josh Gordon looks very good in his in his debut. Uh, I think that he's going to be heavily targeted once again. I know it's a like a is it too good to be true Cinderella type story where he comes back, he gets his 14th chance at redemption. Um, you don't say that. Cocaine's a hell of a drug, but I think he's going to have Wasn't a weed? field day. He's done everything. He was taking shots before games. You know, not to be confused with the Redskins, but my brain's not working has, right way today. Boys. He has pulled the Bourbon Street all nighter prior to a game just to see if he could do it. And 
Yeah, I'm glad he's sober. I'm glad he found his way. Martavis Bryant was apparently sober to start this year. We've all seen how that's worked out for him. Yeah, terrible Um, trade on my end. Terrible (laughs) terrible draft pick from Jake, but luckily he's bounced Um, around. So, I don't mean to take over Phil's job here, but, um, <laughs> but like, so, Guess what, so, right so, so what are you saying here? Like, Josh Gordon is going to have an Anquan Bolding type day where it's like 10 catches for 200 yards? It's possible. Like, the it, Packers like, and like, Dom Cambers have proven that they are susceptible to any given receiver at any given time. Doesn't matter who, where, when, why. Yeah, what did right. Julio do to them this Except year? Except for Bears. Is Julio had like what eight catches for like 140? He made, yeah. They made Julio yeah. Jones look like what he is. And, 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 and big time receiver, the greatest receiver in the NFL right now. And, and I and I want to get that right now. He is. So Julio. like I said, I'm at the Pittsburgh game and like defense played pretty good. Brett Hundley looked pretty good, but there was one guy we could not cover. It was Antonio Brown. Yeah. I mean, we just couldn't cover him. I don't think Josh, I, I don't think Josh Gordon is on the same <laughs> level as Antonio Brown. He hasn't played uh, in the NFL in three years. Do we have, do we have some some feedback from from Pat Johnson, former league member here? Uh, I, we I, now I know the linebackers tackle people, but Pat, what else do you got for us? I think Josh Gordon's a very physical, you know, external threat. I mean, he's external. You know, outside. You know, oh, outside. You know who was also one of those threats? Justin Blackman. <laughs> I mean, what I mean, what did he do? Former Blitnikoff. I mean, or, I mean, I'm just saying. But, well, I'm well, just he, saying well, he had like, three DUIs in the game. Well, so. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of a deal breaker. You target you know? if you, if he gets 12 targets this week, like he did last week, he's gonna have more than four catches. That's right, that's, a, that's catches. a guarantee. He's gonna I'm, have more than four because the Packers secondary is just atrocious. You've got to but, but I think, big but man. I don't think the Browns have enough weapons to like. Oh, we're gonna key in on Josh Gordon and the running game. You don't have to worry about the tight end. You don't have to worry about the other receivers. I think they can key in on Josh Gordon and the running game and be just fine. I mean, that's it's I possible. Mean, I don't know if they'll win. I really don't. I, I don't have any faith in Brett Hundley at all. I mean, I, he's a great guy. He's probably nice. He donates to charities, I'm sure. He shoots he, a bow and arrow. Yeah, he, I know shoots, that. he shoots a solid bow and arrow. But I just, I mean, please get Aaron Rodgers back as soon as possible. That's all I'm <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. It's like... You could have the most talented receiver on the outside in the world. If you can't get him the ball, it doesn't really matter. I mean, right. they didn't, like, Deshaun Kaiser didn't all of a sudden get accurate in a week. <laughs> yeah. So it's like... Great college quarterback. Huge go Irish. Irish. Go Irish. <laughs> <laughs> Play like a champion today. He's going to rise up to the competition no, he has all year. I think David... <laughs> 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 well, <laughs> listen. That's as a shot at the Browns. That's a, a shot at the Browns. As a Notre Dame However... Fan. Go ahead. Notre Dame. Uh, as a Let's Notre Dame fan, I, I'm a Green Bay Packer fan. I'm a Notre Dame Irish fan. Go as Bears. a Green Bay Packer fan, Duh, Bears. Deshaun Kaiser owes me a bad game. Like, he, <laughs> owes, he owes me a bad game so the Packers can win and make their way to the playoffs. <coughs> for, for my luck, knowing who I am and, and my teams I cheer for, he's going to go off for like six touchdowns and probably win, and it's going to suck. But he owes me a bad game. That's all i got to say. We'll see. See what happens. I, I I understand everything points to the Browns not winning, but the fact that their I fans, I think the fact that their that. fans have gone through all the hassle and the trouble to make it uh, a, a defeated season parade or the perfect season joke parade that they're trying to hold on to like a reason to actually care about the Browns. I I see that inspiring every because everybody who's out there is a professional doing their job. They're gonna say screw that crap. I want to win. I want to win, and Hugh, Hugh Jackson's got to do something to remain on the 
on the sidelines. We've got some humor going around. The, the Browns will draft right Baker Mayfield. So I, I'm not saying I, I think the Browns, the dog pound, could get pretty loud tomorrow and pretty wild and almost like Bills Mafia. It's almost going to be like a Bills game because those people know that oh shit, we have the Packers in town without Aaron Rodgers and they looked like crap against Baltimore. They looked like crap last weekend, but they won. So, I mean, this could be their one chance to win a game. I mean, so you know what I mean? Like, who else, who else are the Browns going to beat this year? The Bears. I mean, yeah, well, they, wait, no, <laughs> and Bears, I'm a Bears fan. They you bite your tongue. Do they play <laughs> the Bears already, or do they have the Bears Next coming week. up? Oh, well, then maybe. I mean, I don't know. But I think this is, like, their one chance for a win this year. I do. I think this is it. What do you think the <laughs> – how do you feel about Mike McCarthy – Listing Aaron Jones as the starter. Who cares? I don't know. <laughs> as, as a Packer like, fan, like, a Jamal running back, uh, here's the deal. Starting running back Packer is fan. the biggest joke in football. Like you Especially start the first play the of the game, and then that's like it. You Especially I mean? like, for the Green Bay Packers. So, I mean, so um, as the, I, I think the influence of the first and second place finishing teams in this year's uh, regular season standings. Uh, at the Houston Draft Central Station, Stryker headquarters. Uh, Stryker headquarters. Shout out, there for you, Stryker. Um, however, David and I had a lot of go back and forth between on certain players. We talked a lot about Jamal Williams when to take him. Right. He was a hot name. Everyone knows that from the beginning of the season. It's kind of funny. He was like a used car. He got dropped really quick. Right. And you could get him for the cheap, very, very readily available. I happened to get him. Started him last week and was really pleased with how he played, to then learn that literally the next day, it's a scratch and Aaron Jones had <laughs> one carry for the game-winning touchdown as not your starter. No, I'm happy to have both on my roster, but it's a, it's a tough position to be in when, gosh, you don't know who, who's going to get the touches on, on a weekly it, basis. So, Sam, what about starting both running backs on a team? Sam, you've been real quiet today. Mm. I'm a little tired. <laughs> He's hung over. Bourbon Street gets the best of all of us. Um, Sam, them, them hurricanes, right? Sam rode the bull last night, and he's he's getting back on the horse this morning, but that literally and figuratively. But I know he's uh, starting two Vikings running backs this week, so maybe he can aid you in uh, making you feel confident that two is a possibility. So the NFC leading Jamal Vikings. Williams, Doug Martin. Who do you take? That's yeah, yeah. Williams. Doug Martin, Aaron Jones. Who do you take? Aaron, who does Tampa Bay play? Aaron Jones. DeMarco Murray, Aaron Jones. DeMarco. DeMarco. Uh, maybe Jones. Don't, don't doubt DeMarco. Who's Tennessee have this week? Tennessee is Here's what I have to say about Arizona. Aaron Jones being named the starter. Um, Jamal Williams is obviously the feature back. He's probably going to carry the ball 14 to 16 times, where Jones, I think, well, Jones will get the ball probably. How do you feel about Travis Jervy? 10 and a lot. <laughs> A different story. Uh, I think Jones will get the ball 10, 12 times maybe. Um, but but Jones is more of a guy who's going to get the ball on the back end of the drive, and Williams is going to get the ball, you know, coming into the end zone. So, I mean, I don't know. That's I would Aaron Jones, Danny Woodhead. Uh, that's tough. I'd probably, I go with Woody. I'd probably go with Woodhead because he's going to catch the ball. Alex Collins has been... Really dominating good. the, the I would think Woodhead would catch the ball three or four times. Yeah, that would give you kind of a, a PPR. Yeah, yeah. A three point, four point, right? Basement, right? I, I mean, Aaron Jones, like you said, 
two carries last week, right? Or was it one? Was it one, one. or two? His one carry. Year, that was the only game. one. I thought they said, oh, no, no, he played two snaps. Yes. Yeah. He played two snaps and then one carry. Wayne Larrabee gave me a bit of a heart attack. For those who are not familiar, the radio voice of the Green Bay Packers was listening to the game and heard Jamal Williams hand off left side to the end zone, touchdown, Packers win, walk off. Oh, wait, correction, Aaron Jones. Uh, as someone who started Williams in a very close game, I ended up winning by, I think, four points last week. I thought I had just sealed the week. That really sucked. Thank you, Aaron Jones and Mike McCarthy. <laughs> don't put too much stock on one carry in overtime in a broken – it was a broken play. I mean, the, thing, the safety thing The safety bit down. If he doesn't bite down on the hole, yeah. like, if he tackles Aaron Jones for, like, a four yard. The, the, yeah, the difference is, we're though – We're getting it, a little held up on Green Bay Cleveland. Real quick, though. Right, right, we should probably move on. Hold on, real quick. <laughs> you can tell where we all hail from. We all <laughs> might be cheesy. The heads. difference with – Chicago, go Bears. Go Bears. The difference with Aaron Jones is he actually had the job and was the feature it. back and got hurt. He got hurt. So it's not, not like only he, did he get hurt, he also got in trouble. He uh, got he got now in Green Bay to be in trouble. Nothing has happened yet, house. but he is also kind of in some trouble. He is currently caught up in legal litigation for a marijuana stop in Brown County. <laughs> October. It's possible. I'm just Brown County. It's Brown not like County. it's not like you're talking about a guy that only got one carry right, in right. one week. It's a guy that had He's improving. He's improving back. Yeah. Oh, uh, only had one for three rookie. weeks. For, for like a three rookie. weeks. Yeah. So killed in Dallas. We need to we need to move on to another matchup. Um, and once again, we're all playing Phil's role here today, as we have a little bit of liquid <laughs> encouragement uh, here in New Orleans, the uh, voodoo capital of the world. And uh, Sam's putting some spells on a couple players. Sam, what are some of the players? You are staying away from this week. Philip Rivers. <laughs> wow. Counterintuitive to hoping that Keenan Allen has a good game, but apparently we are. Well, well, well here's how the best way to do it. Phil, give us a matchup and, and tell us what you think. And, and you know, One of the most interesting ones I find this week, um, the two most interesting... DeMarco Murray, Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> Is Derek Henry going to ru- ruin my week again? <laughs> I was going to say Seattle, Jags, and Eagles, Rams. I'll let you guys talk to Jalen yeah. Rams. Go, Jags, go. Saxonville Jaguars are going to they hungry, they go eat. Zeke's out, so someone's got to eat. Wow. I would never start anyone on Jacksonville's offense. Never. <laughs> Just wouldn't. Not against Seattle. Know. I mean, Blake Bortles has been really good lately. He has. He's a great backup quarterback on my fantasy <laughs> team. <laughs> but Carson Wentz is Could my have been a great starter and, on Gruden's Packers. But... And, and unlike the... Unlike the New York Giants, I'm going to stick with the same guy that I've been for a long time. Cheer. I'm not going to lay portals. <laughs> well, I don't blame you. But I find that I think this game both has interesting um, you know, matchups on offense and defense. I think, you know, it's, it's I find it hard to start. Russell's with, going down. It's hard to start no, with anyone on Seattle this week. Four to five points. I mean... <laughs> You think about it. Who who are you really confident in starting? Graham. Nobody. Nobody. Other than Russell Wilson. Russell maybe like, because you maybe because know. you can expect you know the it's him he'll break the pocket and he'll have forty or fifty yeah. yards rushing and right. so that'll yeah, help his floor. Yeah, but, like, I think you can always start Jimmy Graham and Russell Wilson. If you have them together, great. If not, no big deal. But what do like, we think about Mike Davis this week? Uh, I don't know who that is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, for, from the Seahawks. Like, he, was a, he was a very like, high commodity start, on the waiver wire this week at running back. If, yeah. if, if you're, right, if you're a Seahawks, if you're a I Seahawks player, you are you going to start Paul Richardson? No. 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 Are you going to start... 
Lockett, Tyler Lockett, Lockett, Lockett no. no. Doug Baldwin, I guess. Maybe Baldwin, he, 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 gets, he catches the ball. Like, right. He'll, you know, he'll get you your six, seven catches. But it's like, right. other than that, I mean, the I running back. I'm not confident with any running back and, either. And, and the thing, I, I hate the Seahawks. I hate them so much, being a Packers fan. But they win games. And I don't know how. Because they even had a freaking running back. They win a lot of ugly games. Just ugly games. What I would like to 20 know. To, from, 20 to 17. What I'd like you know, to know 21 to 14. It's just bad. Who had the better China food, Green Bay or Seattle? <laughs> we all know why he's still on it's, the sideline. It's, it's probably, like probably Seattle. He can't stay off yeah. <laughs> That should be a banned substance. Listen, I think he's a good talent. Just has some eating issues. It's all. It's good. It's fine. You just got to get him on a, on a healthy diet. Yeah. Uh, Tried that, Jacksonville, though, I would never start any offensive player on Jacksonville. Not named Allen Robinson if he didn't shred his knee the first week of the, uh, the season. But what about Fred Taylor? No, well, Fournette, you gotta start. I think you would start Fournette. Healthy, start Fournette. But like, Marquise Lee startable. Oh, Jimmy Smith. He's flexible, startable, but corner. Keenan McCardell. <laughs> I mean, I would Hashtag definitely go with Byron Leftwich at quarterback this <laughs> week if I could, but I can't. So. Yeah, David Gerard, David Gerard, you know, he had a solid run in Jacob. Or Mark Brunel. What about Chad Henney? Didn't he play for a while in Jacob? He did. Well, he, I think he's still but with the Dolphins. I think he's like a he's third, still he's like a second or third. Somewhere. He's like a third stringer. I do, I do have an interesting question on Jimmy Garoppolo this week. The okay. Niners play the Bears. The Bears defense. No, that was last week. That was, that was last week. week. Excuse me. Uh, the Texans. 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 I, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, He's going to have a horrible game. <laughs> so thank this, you, Bears fan. Bears fan late. Um, <laughs> resident Bears fan of the podcast. He's also playing me, who is starting Jimmy Garoppolo. So. Now, the Houston pass defense has been extremely susceptible to really, like, Average quarterbacks, Jacoby Brissett. Uh, thank you. Jacoby Brissett has really had a, a good. If you look at the two games he's played against the Texans, you'd be hard pressed to think that he wasn't doing an all right job as a starter. Right. Uh, hear me on that. Mm-hmm. And that just speaks to the lack of talent. You, you lose a guy like um, Goodwin. Goodwin, was he is he injured? Marquise Goodwin. No, he's, he's there. He's there. Good, Goodwin's playing. Oh, Garcon. Garcon. Garcon got it. Is yeah, out, right. and that's the uptick in, in Goodwin targets. But I think that um, you know we actually have resident Texans fan just joining the studio, <laughs> David Mercer. In studio. Oh, David, uh, as a season ticket holder uh, for Houston Texans, how do you feel about this week's matchup with uh, the 49ers and Jimmy Garoppolo coming into H Town? Love it. Love Get the it. W. Get the W. And Wait, who who gets the W? Texans. Okay. I just want to make sure. 49ers are terrible. Texans, you know, with Are also terrible, but yeah. Look at that. Yeah, <laughs> not, not terrible. Uh, he's a good, good, uh, this is the view. The only thing, <laughs> the only thing worse than Tom Savage's pocket presence is his golf swing. Um, I've right. seen him at Top Golf, and he and Ryan Griffin might have a worse golf swing than I do. For everyone in the room so knows my golf swing is Really, really bad. It's pretty bad. Speaking of that, Greg, let's go back to fantasy football trades. <laughs> you had Deshaun Watson as your starting quarterback. Great play the first, you know, six, seven weeks of the year. So one of the strategies, um, you, David, yeah, and, I know where you're going with this. No, let me finish. <laughs> and you, um, you traded away Carson Wentz. Yes, I did. And I just, just take me through that and, and kind of what you saw your team doing. And, and I just want to preface mm-hmm. this with folks that, he ended up being number two in the league ending the year, so it didn't hurt him. But I just kind of want to want to hear a little more about that. Darn, 
There aren't points against me. Yeah, I tell you. The points against is, is my best friend, and I did sell my soul to the fantasy gods this year by <laughs> trading for Amari Cooper in an unethical deal, according to the commissioner. <laughs> it worked out in my benefit, no, and I ended up getting um, a couple of good, of good steals. And, and so, David, similar to your strategy, and we've seen a couple guys around the league that have gone all in on one particular offense and tried to load up on who's scoring points, the quarterback play, uh, the Texans were clicking at all cylinders with Deshaun under center. They were. They really were. I was a victim of the moment. I went to a game week four. The Texans hosted the Titans, and Deshaun Watson they wrecked went nuts. They, they scored 57 points, most points in Texans Will, history. Will Fuller had two touchdowns. And I decided... Watson, yeah, it was, it, go, Irish. It, it, go Irish. Go Irish. Um, and I decided at that time, I have Watson. I need to do whatever I can to go in on Hopkins. It's a great duo. Two touchdowns. I mean... Every time, you know, they score, it, it's twice the points. I like that strategy. Yeah. Went in on it, obviously, the, the freak injury that happened on November 2nd. Um, I blame my sister. It's her birthday. And <laughs> it's never been a good day. Damn it, Katie. If <laughs> you're listening, Katie, God damn it. God, <laughs> Sunday Poker Jamboree is your husband, and it, we've all it. seen how that season worked out. <laughs> Shots fired because he beat me the last two years, my brother. Dan, we love you, Dan. So... so who is Derek Carr? I know I traded him. That would be me. Uh, so anyway, I thought a great quarterback. He is a great quarterback. Also, proud alumni of David Mercer, resident Texans fan in the room. Uh, proud alumni of Clements High School in Sugarland, Texas. He did move to California after right. David left uh, yeah. the Texans franchise. But Clements Ranger football. A little shout out here on Make or Break <laughs> Fantasy Football. Get your your gear online at ClemensFootball.com. <laughs> um, so I, I traded Carson Wentz as a means to bolster my running back situation. Um, I no, there's there's I no like, way you could have known that Carson I didn't Wentz like my running back scenario. I had uh, Jay Ajayi who wasn't doing it for me um, to start the year, that, that mess in Miami with everything that went on with their offense, and then the line coach doing lines of blow and all that crap. I I, I got rid of him, um, took, Doug, took a flyer on Doug Martin, Figured, you know what? I got my quarterback. I, I can I can part ways with Carson Wentz as a means to justify getting stronger in another position. It didn't work out. Um, I really no, wish I had Carson now, um, as I'm forced to struggle with Tyrod Taylor, Derek Carr, Josh McCown, and I was on the fence to start Jameis Winston last week. You can tell my options aren't strong. Um, thank God I haven't had to start the elite Joe Flacco, but. It, Joe Flacco is in a lead quarterback. In his own mind. In his own mind, and that of the Baltimore Ravens. Wait, is that Donald Trump here? <laughs> Donald Trump. He is a huge fan of New Orleans. Huge. Loves New Orleans and loves a lot of sandwiches. <laughs> oh, man. All right, well, I think, you know, that wraps up a lot of the. The more, I guess, interesting fantasy storylines or even things that you, know, you can really look at. Um, I would, in some of the other games, avoid all Broncos. Definitely you could yes. start um, Robbie Anderson and McCown in that game. Have they named a starter at quarterback in the Denver game? I thought they still were keeping Simeon around. I think around. it's still Simeon. Well, what do you guys feel about <coughs> Safarian Jenkins this week? That's just one guy I'm kind of, you know. On the so ASJ, side. as a former ASJ owner, um, Right, you traded them to me. Yep. <laughs> so here's the deal. Well, anyways, Everybody's worked out really well. Any hot actually, name, they actually have worked out Any well hot name in the league this year, they have spent at least a cup of coffee <laughs> on my team at some point throughout the season. and it's Just, just one cup? 
Just one cup, maybe maybe sometimes two if, if I'm right. Lucky. This is the best year you've ever had, so you should, <laughs> you should probably not complain about any. Not no complaint, just just showing my fantasy prowess, but not knowing how to uh, hold on to players. Right. I'm really good at identifying really talent. I don't know how to retain. Right. You told me to draft Alvin Kamara in like the eleventh round, and I did. Broke my heart and took him to pick before the I. Pick, was well, you told me to pick him. Well. So I wasn't gonna. Yeah, I, I thought reverse psychology would say if <laughs> no, Greg wants him, Greg's never been good. I'm gonna take somebody else because Greg's an idiot. Literally one of my starting running backs since week two. You're welcome. You're welcome. Anyways, anyway, anyway. I digress. Wait, moving on. <laughs> you um, would have traded him. <laughs> <laughs> probably would have. Probably not wrong. As, as those friends of the podcast know, uh, very emotional, reactionary. <laughs> fantasy owner every week. If you don't do well one week, I will trade you the next. So <laughs> keep that in mind. DeAndre Hopkins, don't give me a reason to trade you. Love you, Duke. Anyway, um, you know, I, Phil, I, I think it's time to hit Bourbon Street, Jackson Square, and uh, take in some Sazerac and Hurricanes. Let's do it. Well, we appreciate everyone listening in this week. I um, hope you guys enjoyed a little bit of uh, a different episode from us. That's a little... Uh, Live remote from... I'm a ginger bachelor party 2017. According to Pat, you only get married at least three times. You are so, <laughs> three times. Well, yeah, from uh, from all of us here, we uh, we appreciate you guys listening in today, and best of luck in your matchups this week. We'll see you tomorrow. Go Bears, go Irish. I'll see you tomorrow. Go Bears. See you tomorrow. Go Bears. Go Bears. Da Bears. Da Bears. Da Bears. Da Bears. Go Pat. Go. Bears. Do 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 do. Go Bears. Pat. Pam. Bears.